Welcome, friends, to another edition of The Healthy Life with Ben and Ashley, or Ashley and Ben, however you would like to say it. We're so glad to be back with you again this week with another episode. They haven't canceled us yet, Ashley. We're still on the air. We're still on. We're doing good. (laughs) And we're getting a lot, a lot of likes. So thank you for all that follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast or off the healthy Facebook page or coach Ben's weight loss, wellness and fun page. There's a cheap plug for my page, Ashley, um, (laughs) on Facebook, but, um, you know, we're so excited every week to bring you, you know, the healthy life because health is just more than a number on the scale. Isn't it Ash? Absolutely. It's everything. What's health mean to you? Everything. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Health to me is just feeling good about yourself. Um, Absolutely not just a number. Um, It's about those non-scale victories and what you are able to do now that you could do before. How you feel inside, you know? Yeah, how you feel inside is so important um, these days because the outside could look great, but you could really be feeling kind of crummy on the inside, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I've met so many people over the years that have lost weight, got to their goal weight, and still not happy. You yeah. Know, ha- happiness is just not a number on the scale. And happiness is, in my opinion, the things that go along with that number on the scale. Definitely. I mean, I remember in my fluffy days, I was happy when I could just get on a plane and put the seatbelt on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's I, I laugh now, but back then it, it was tough. So mm-hmm. today's episode of the healthy life, no matter in life, how much we prepare for something, there's always a chance, right? Like that things don't always go as planned. Mm -hmm. And, and I know like you're very big on learning and absolutely learning is important because learning gets you to the next step. You know, I took a, I took a drama class, not that I was any actor or anything like that, but I took a drama class and I had this director, I guess it was the director or the drama teacher. And we were doing a, a, a musical uh they're doing Greece and believe me I can't sing I'm tone deaf but <laughs> I, I had a small part but I, I was listening to this director because he kept saying you know um learn your lines learn your lines so you can forget them learn your lines so you can forget them and I was yeah like, that's what, strange right <laughs> what the heck does that mean you know I've shared this with others before and telling us to practice our lines over and over again so that we can have them deeply rooted inside. Mm -hmm. I feel like it gives us our cues when the chips are down or when we forget everything or everything goes out to the window or everything becomes stressful. Because if we really have the lines learned in life, we get to practice being who we want over and over again and have a foundation Without that foundation, we're kind of just winging it. Right. Think about, I know with, with the tremendous amount of weight loss and, and growth that you've had, think about your weight loss day one compared to where you are now. What, what's the big difference? Did you learn your lines? Um, yeah, I I think I've preached from the beginning is um, creating good habits. You you learn as you go. You learn you know, what changes to make, what what to switch up. You know what I mean? You learn all these different habits and routines and you know, that's just, it gets you where you are. <laughs> I didn't know about nutrition much about weight or no, when I started weight loss, I didn't know about nutrition. Mm-hmm. I know about calories in calories out. I didn't know? either. 
You know, um, I, I didn't know a good fat from a bad fat from a trans fat. <laughs> I knew I liked fats. <laughs> like yeah. Fries, so it takes a learning. It takes a foundation to really learn. You know, we both have kids. And I remember we don't have kids together for the audience. She's in Ohio, <laughs> no, in, no. in New Jersey, but we both have kids. And I remember when my son just turned eight, right? And I remember going to these classes where they would teach expecting parents how to yeah. I, I change diapers and, and, you know, do all the daily routines and bath the baby and, and all that. And, but then when my son came along, I was afraid to touch him. I thought I'd break yeah. <laughs> That was exactly what I was thinking. Parenthood in general, um, you know, everything outside of weight loss, becoming a parent, you think you, you think you know everything you need to, or you think you're going to be prepared and yeah, along comes baby and all that stuff flies out the window. <laughs> Why is baby two always easier than baby one? Oh, because you had the practice on number one. They're the practice child. <laughs> <That's what laughs> you don't want to let everybody. them know that until they're over 18, right? Right, right. <laughs> they're the practice child and you learn that they don't break. Um, they're a lot sturdier than you think. Right, right. A lot sturdier <laughs> than you think. When, when you think about weight loss, is it almost like raising a baby? Yeah, in a way. I mean, I don't know. You have to learn new things out of nowhere and you have to kind of start from the beginning. Um, you have to learn how to take care of yourself and, and your body. And just with raising a child, you you think you know how to do something and you go to do it and it just doesn't work. And so then you have to try something new. And, and folks, we're probably the, the first talk show to ever talk about weight loss like raising a baby. <laughs> but it needs TLC, the weight loss commitment, the weight loss journey. It does. Yeah. Just like a baby. It has to grow. We have to grow with it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. You've, you've got to practice, you know, and after doing it so long, it just becomes your second nature. It becomes all your good habits. And, you know, when life gets in the way, you know, if you get off track, you just got to remember what you learned and, and go at what it. What did you, what did you learn going, because everybody's different. Everybody's different mm -hmm. when it comes to weight loss or anything we learn in life. We, we try to be the best version of ourselves. What did, what did you learn along the road that you want to share with the audience today? I learned that um, it's more important to not undereat. You know, I learned that it's important to eat, that you have to eat to lose weight. And I felt in the beginning, oh, I have to restrict this and I have to take away that. Um, that's what I thought I had to do. And I realized doing that just leads to binging for myself, at least. It, it can be different for everybody. But um, by far, restricting things that I really liked just led to overeating it later. And so I learned that I had to let myself have things in either smaller portions or um, create a new recipe with different ingredients to make it better. Um, that was a huge thing for myself that I learned. Uh, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're so right. I learned it takes practice. It really takes practice, losing weight, getting in shape. It's not a straight line. Right. Absolutely not. <laughs> if it was a straight line, you know, we'd all be in the Mr. Olympia or Miss Olympia. or be Everybody the, would be doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everybody would be doing it. And yet at this time, in the, you know, in the country, weight is at its highest point in history. Type 2 diabetes is on the rise, you know, and, and other health conditions. And... Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to take that deep dive and use our learnings and not forget 
what got us to where we want to be, that it's an ever growing process where I am and where I was three years ago at 300 pounds and where I am now, I hope to grow, not grow and be fluffy. Right. (laughs) I hope to grow even to be a better person. So I'm more prepared for situations. I mean, I, I feel the same way. Have you, have you been challenged recently where everything blew up and you had to dig deep and go back to, I call old school in it and go back to <laughs> learning the lines that you learned at the beginning of your weight loss commitment? Yeah. Um, for me, like actually the most recent challenge is getting into, um, like that tracking funk or, um, like the rut. You just, you feel burnout on doing it. At least I have lately. And, um, when you're someone like me who's so used to tracking for the last two years and you get in that funk and you want to stop doing it, you start noticing changes that you don't want to see. And so I had to get back on that train and remember what I, you know, what I learned. I remember why I'm tracking, why it's such a good thing and how much it helped me and where it got me. And, you know, I just, you got to make yourself do one step at a time, get right back in it. I like that you're saying about tracking because tracking Tracking is learning, right? It is a huge learning curve. It's something that you very much have to learn to get used to. You have to learn to love it. <laughs> it's a huge part of weight loss. Tracking is not judging. So many so many uh, folks are afraid to track because they feel like they're judging themselves or they don't want an honest track. Mm-hmm. And it's not like Ashley or myself are going to jump out of your app or your phone. <laughs> um, we are not I, watching you. <laughs> right. We're not watching the reason for tracking, the reason why everybody asks me, where does that word come from tracking? Started on pen and paper. Yes. Um, just writing down what you ate. That's tracking. I have an old journal still from pen and paper, the good old days. <laughs> and it worked, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so eye-opening just going, even going back and looking at the things that you ate, the things that you wrote down, as long as you were honest, <laughs> it really makes you understand what you were doing and and it helps you learn. It helps you grow into what you could be doing differently. It's good to revisit those old books and those old journals. I remember revisiting, uh, I found in, I was cleaning out a drawer and were, the highest that I ever got in weight was 327. And ridiculous um sad state of affairs i wasn't happy and then i started peeling back the pages after each weigh-in because i used to write the weigh-in in in the book right and i started feeling emotional and the emotion was joy yeah because i remember that day and i started looking at certain dates and i remember things that went on that day oh well i went i remember after i weighed in that day i got my suit and that felt good that I could actually get out of the big and tall store. <laughs> it's an amazing because, feeling. Yeah, because as you know, if you've ever been to a big and tall store, there's no tall guys in there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> but, you know, I can laugh at myself now and I, and and not everybody could do that yet. And some right. never get there. I don't like posting before and after photos. It's a hard thing um, to put yourself out there. I... honesty, I didn't start posting before and after photos until I felt like I had a good enough after photo. And I realized how, I don't know, I guess self-centered and and odd that sounds, but I'm I'm sure there's other people that feel that way. And I hate that I felt that way about myself, but that's what it was. Yeah. And 
I sent a picture to somebody recently of my fluffy days and you know, you figure like they would say, Oh, congratulations. Or yeah. you did a good job. I didn't really know how to take it. They said that doesn't even look like you. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've gotten that. And I felt it didn't feel warm and fuzzy. Right. Because you, you are the same person kind of, I mean, even though you've grown inside, even though you look different on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was, it was almost like, why did I let myself get there? And yeah, I, and I know that that's what they were thinking, but I remembered, you know what, take it for what it's worth. They may have meant well. I, my favorite, or I guess I should say least favorite was that, <laughs> um, oh, I didn't even realize you were that big before. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. And this is, this is not the easiest conversation to have, even still, you know, even though the weight's gone and because, you know, it could come back. It could always. Yeah. What's strong, if, you, if, you, if, you're, if you're just starting your weight loss commitment today, you know, and, and, and that Ashley and I are so proud of you and the whole healthy family is proud of you because if you're starting today based on this podcast, we're in the trenches with you because we've been there. We have been. If this is a play... And we just gave you the lines tonight. We'll help you learn those lines. That's that's our job because we want everybody to be the best version of themselves. And by learning your lines and learning your roles and keep working at it and keep working at it, you'll get there. If you have 100 pounds to lose, it's 50 days till summer. When, we'll, when this uh, episode airs, it'll probably be about, I don't know, 43 days till summer. <laughs> but don't give up, right? Absolutely don't give up. I know it can seem like you're just at the bottom of a staircase looking up to a never ending thing um, when you're, especially when you're starting out with weight loss. And uh, I think the biggest thing you have to learn in the beginning is it's okay to start small. It's okay to start with one thing at a time. Um, you can learn not to, you don't have to take on everything at once. Just track breakfast the first day and just get one thing in. You know what I mean? You'll right. learn. Uh, you know, I, I when I coach my members, I always tell them, and um, I got the, I think I, I want to get this trademark, 70-30. If you do things 70% of the time and leave 30% of the time to when it's not going to be perfect, you're going to be successful. Yeah, that's true. You have to look at it as doing what you can at that time. Making the best decision in every given moment. I've never been to or a zero bite buffet out there. I don't think I've ever seen one either. <laughs> I'm going to open one up, but I don't think I'll be in business long. But you know, the thing is, is that if you make the best decisions possible and you put the best effort forward and you know what, you say, I'm worth it, you'll get there. If you have 10 pounds to lose by summer or you have a goal of losing 100 pounds, you're going to get there if you're determined. Exactly. But it, take, it takes learning, commitment, and it takes a support system. I mean, do we fall on our faces with weight loss? Oh, absolutely. There are going to be extremely hard days. There are going to be days where you're just coasting along great and, you know, everything in between. You ever have a week where you did everything right, got your exercise in, tracked, got your water in, did everything right, and the scale didn't give you the feedback that you wanted? Yes, that is the most frustrating thing I think about weight loss for me. I'm trying to think of where at my weight loss it was. It was probably within like four or five months of beginning. Um, 
yeah, you just, you do everything right. You're, you're tracking, you're drinking your water, you're meal prepping. And you know, you're like, I'm going to see that loss on the scale. And then it's like a 0.02 loss. It's like, come on. Um, And then I had to realize, you know, it's not just that I did not take body measurements early on, which I wish I would have, because I think I would have seen changes in that, even though I didn't on the scale. It's all kinds of little things that add up together, especially those non-scale victories. Yeah, it's it's funny because like a scale is just a bunch of wires, springs, and batteries, really. I mean, the scale, I wish I could come out with a scale that's tied to your metabolism. But <laughs> there you go. If the scale owes you, it'll pay you, I promise. It's kind of like Wimpy from the old Popeye, you know, I'll pay you on Tuesday <laughs> for a hamburger today. If you yep. put that work in, and you know you put it in, it'll pay you. If it owes you, it'll pay you. To live by the scale is up to you. The choice is up to you. I mean, it's only another tool. It's not a judge and a jury. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. It's just um, like head coach Lisa says, it's just data. And, you know, yes, it will tell us we've lost the weight or we've made our goal, but it is really just data. And there are so many other things that um, factor in to all of your progress. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, I'd rather my pants fit better than the scale, whatever numbers on the scale these days. But it takes a lot of growth to get there. Mental growth, physical growth. Um, It takes a lot of being in tune with your commitment to weight loss because we didn't ask for these genes that were passed down to us, you know. (laughs) Right. But we have the tools to manage them. It's just if if we choose to use them, you know. Exactly. It took me two years to realize that what you just said, like you want your pants to fit better. You know what I mean? It took me two years to realize after hitting maintenance and the scale went up a couple pounds, but my clothes were fitting better than ever. And that's a mind game you have to learn to to talk yourself out of. Like, I don't care what that scale says. My clothes are fitting better than they ever have. And that's a hard one to swallow. But that's go, that goes back to your non-scale victory. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I could remember the first day I went into Macy's and was able to buy a shirt. Like that was like hitting the lottery for somebody mm-hmm. that was, you know, overweight. And that was out of the big and no tall guy store. And um, yeah, and out of the plus size section for one. Yeah, yeah. Plus size for women. And yeah, but like one thing you know, I always laugh, like women got it a, a little bit easier because the names are a little bit fancier. Men just oh, the yeah. size is big and tall. You know, <laughs> he man. But, yeah, they, they talk it up. But women, women have Lane Bryant. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it takes a lot of growth from day one when you first weigh yourself to my clothes fitting are more important. What comes in between? What are the lines? If we were thinking about going back to our analogy of a play, what are the lines in between getting on the scale and being okay and more impressed with yourself by the way your clothes fit? What what, what happens in between those two stages? Um, I would say, you know, that one of the things I tell people a lot is um, what did you gain from losing or what can you... What can you do now that you didn't do that you couldn't do before? I would say that, you know, the scale doesn't tell you how much you are worth, um, how much you are worth it, you know? Every, I've been coaching five years now, and every five pounds lost 
is a five pound gain in confidence. Yeah, that's good. That's really good. <laughs> that's so important because when we gain that confidence, does it make it easier to lose weight when we have confidence? Oh yeah. I, I think so personally. I mean, I could see my confidence or feel my confidence blooming and that just pushed me more forward. It, it showed me, oh my gosh, I can do this and I'm seeing results. I, I am doing this and I can keep doing it. Right. Because you saw the results. You got those victories where the things are, your life has changed. You feel mm -hmm. better about yourself. You know, I always think about this one. When I used to interview for a job, when I was at my heaviest, what do you think I worried about the most, Ashley? Um, probably what you were going to wear, what you were going to show up looking like to them. <laughs> yeah. Could I button my suit jacket? Yeah. Am I going to be in a pool of sweat because I'm yeah. nervous? But I didn't have time to worry about presenting my resume and selling myself. I was more worried about how my clothes fit. And that can get in the way of so many things in life, I know. Now, when you do lose the weight, and you do get there, is it almost like you're taking the monkey off your back? I, yeah, it's, you, you do feel this sigh of relief. Like I, yeah, you take that breath. Like I did it. I did it. But then maintenance brings a whole new other <laughs> aspect. And let's delve into that because that monkey comes back and taps us on the shoulder every now and again, right? Uh, yeah, he's checking to make sure you're still there, <laughs> that you're still on course. And what what it kind is, of what kind of cues does he give you? Um, it's like oh, that's a tough one. Um, for me, it's just I don't know. I'm trying to think. When you're losing weight, you're looking forward to that thing each week. And in maintenance, you don't have that like, oh, I lost this much or oh, I did that. And so with maintaining, it's I can't add too much of this yet because I'm still experimenting. You know, it's. It's such an unknown topic or untalked about topic. Maintenance is very taboo. And for, for anybody that's listening today, yeah. maintenance is when you hit your weight loss goal and you're trying to maintain your goal and you're trying to transition it to work on bettering yourself in other ways. It could be adding more exactly. muscle or changing mm -hmm. a body part or making a better appearance, you know, in some other way that you want to, you know. The, ch the choices are endless, what you want to do with yourself. Your, your body is actually a canvas and you're the artist. It, it is. Yep, it is. That's exactly it. And it's ever changing. And and I, I think a lot of people feel um, once they reach maintenance, like they've hit their end goal. But um, I'm here to tell you there is no, there's no end game. There is no end goal. Um, when you hit maintenance, you're maintaining for life. And that is your goal, which means you will continue to do everything you've learned through all of your weight loss journey. You have to remember that and keep repeating that over and over. Did you, you ever know, for life? Did you ever get scared or have any aha moments during your maintenance um, piece of your weight loss commitment? Yeah, I mean, I think I do quite frequently. It's just, you know, that's a tough question. I mean, maintenance is hard. <laughs> it ain't easy. It's not. I don't always. And that's the thing. I want people to know I don't always have all the answers either. Just because I'm in maintenance, it is a forever changing thing. And, you know, I might not always have an answer, but I might be able to help you somehow. Yeah. It, it, we evolve um, mm -hmm. just like in every aspect of our life, emotionally, spiritually, physically, we evolve. The weight loss journey is not stagnant. What right. works one week may not work another week. Absolutely. Uh, 
You know, and the key is before we wrap up this episode is to trust the process, mm-hmm. to, be- to believe in yourself. You have to want it for you. Yeah. And if you get on that scale and it doesn't say what you want, we have the power to choose it. We, you we have, have the power to say, I can continue what I'm doing and see that continue to go up or I can change that and, and make it go the way I want it to. Reverse the trends. Yeah, to be the best version of ourselves, to be happy. To when we every time we walk out that front door, to know that we've put the best effort in and we have no regrets. That's the key. Yep. No regrets. You know what? I'm doing this for me. I want to be the best version of myself. Mm-hmm. And we strive for perfection, but we're never going to get perfection. Oh, absolutely not. Just, just like you said, the best version of yourself. Yeah. On that note. So friends, you know, be the best version of yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Get that confidence up. Know that you're going to do it. You're going to be successful. You are worth it. Yes. Right, Ashley? You are worth it. Absolutely worth it. On that note, on behalf of Healthy and Ashley and Ben, We thank you for listening to this episode of Healthy Life. We'll be back with you next week. Please enjoy your journey and just keep doing the best that you can do. Have a great, great week.